Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Well, 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 look who, look who decided to show up today. Look who decided to show up this Thursday. Welcome back to my episode. Welcome back to my podcast. Not a, well, this is an episode, but it's an episode of a podcast. Welcome back to Dear Abby. So glad you could be here today. If you are on YouTube, you will see that my video is a lot better. It's not my camera. I'm borrowing it, but I didn't pay for it. Um... But I did pay for the lights because I am recording at night now, as I've said a million times, almost every single episode. I don't know why I always talk about it. But yeah, I needed lights. Okay, those are really bright though. Uh, I needed lights to make it look a little bit less dark outside all the time. Um, to make it look a little bit better when I record. And so I'm slowly getting a little bit more of a setup in place. I have a couple more things I want to do eventually with this small little setup, so I'm very excited. But if you don't watch on YouTube, definitely check it out now. I used to have my videos stop all the time in the middle because I just had a bad camera, but now I'm using another one that's way better quality, is way more reliable, I guess. Doesn't shut off, doesn't get overheated because it has a fan, all that fun stuff. So, I'm very excited to record. You wouldn't be able to tell, though, because I am very relaxed in my positioning of sitting on the couch, but that is because I'm pretty tired, but I'm excited to be here. I get very excited to record because it helps. It honestly keeps, when I feel really depressed, I feel just like the podcast kind of gives me a purpose. And don't know I'm getting emotional, but I'm just really grateful for that during the hard times. Um, so thank you for listening. Okay, today we're doing, well, we're doing a Dear Abby, of course, at the end. And then before we're doing some life updates and then I wanted to do some dubs and L's. We'll just one dub, one L. And then get into, I wanted to talk about just negative thoughts and I had to make sure that my thing is actually recording because now now I have a little bit of PTSD from I muted my my um mic halfway through recording last week's episode and so I had to redo pretty much the whole episode and it's 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 kind of weird to record the same thing twice. It feels a little bit weird, so I pretty much changed most of the episode anyways. Uh but I thought the first one was good, so I'm a little bit bummed. So life updates don't really have much. I've been dealing with a lot of depression, um, but some good stuff is I got new lights. I bought some lights. That's fun. I have had a couple good moments feeling good, feeling freed from my thoughts and my feelings and whatever. Another good thing is the business that I work for, the company that I work for, they just got like a free, they basically are paying for us to have the Calm app, which I've never used that app before, but I'm very excited to try it out for free. 
And I think that'll be helpful because I don't know if anyone, well, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I was a, well, am technically still a yoga teacher. I don't practice yoga though anymore. Like I just, I don't practice it. And I sometimes I'll stretch and I'll do some type of meditation, maybe like once a week, but it's more just like breath work. But that really changed like my life. It changes your brain drastically. And I just really am excited to have something to help me get back into that and no excuses, you know, even if I don't have the app anymore, I just have to do it like five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. We did like a two second meditation during our, like our call being introduced to it, which is always a little bit awkward when they ask you to like meditate with your coworkers or when like everyone's like kind of scared to act like they enjoy it. So I just, I was a little bit nervous. <laughs> But the guy next to me was like kind of joking around and doing it. So uh, I kind of leaned into it. But yeah, you can just tell when people are like, this is dumb. But I love it. I live for that stuff. So I'm very excited that is a positive and I'm looking forward to that. But full transparency, I have been dealing with a lot of depression and it's not anything new, but sometimes it just gets pretty bad and I felt really hopeless and just like mad at myself I'm like how did I let myself get this way again and then I have to go through a whole cycle of like it's actually not my fault like I'm trying to eat my best I'm I get up every single morning and early and I work out before I go to work I have a schedule I have consistency it's only been a couple of weeks of that like three weeks or something but I just have you just have to keep going and I just always miss that piece of self compassion and just being it, like it's okay if you're depressed you know like it's not you're not doing something so horribly wrong you're not bad you're not broken you're not a horrible negative person you, you're just experiencing depression and it's really hard and you're really strong for having it and dealing with it and I'm not saying to be complacent forever and not try to like work towards feeling better especially if in your really bad place but it has never, it, it has always worked for me to be more compassionate to myself. You know what I mean? It has never steered me wrong, <laughs> steered me wrong. Um, so that's kind of what we're talking about today. But first, let me get into a dub and an L from this week. The dub is, I found the band fun again, but like the old fun with the gambler, all the pretty girls, uh, walking the dog, uh, the gambler's the gambler's really my favorite. Every time I hear that song, I sob. Another dub, actually no, that was it. I think that was my only dub. But the L was that I have been stubbing my toe a lot, and I don't know what the crap is happening. Like I actually have been stubbing. I'm not kidding. Probably once, once every two days, which that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's. That's actually extremely consistent for stubbing your toe. Usually that happens like once a year maybe, right? Once a year, but I, I, I've, I've stubbed my toe like multiple, multiple times the past two weeks. And I, there's a lot of cursing that goes on in my head when that happens. Just immediate, immediate intrusive thoughts. Immediate. Any type of anger or uncomfortable or like, oh... I have immediate like flood of thoughts like that. And uh, 
but it's just really weird. Like, I don't know if I'm just tired because of my new like schedule and I'm probably not eating enough. So maybe I just am a little bit delusional or a little bit wee woo or uh, not wee woo. What is it? Like just tired, just tired, disor disoriented, Duh. disoriented. Let's get back into what I wanted to talk about. And that is, as I said, I've been experiencing a lot of, I've been experiencing a lot of depression and I have for a very long time. Every day feels like a year. Every year feels like a day is kind of how I feel. And I've also experienced a lot of depersonalization, derealization. Like sometimes my arms feel like they're like 50 feet long. And so that feels really weird. Um, I feel like completely disconnected from my body. I feel like in a simulation. I feel like, like very much kind of like paranoia, honestly. Um, that's been here for a long time. Ever since I freaking ate that dumb Delta 8 gummy thing. Uh, and then that episode happened. I was like, I just, it's kind of stuck a little bit. So even now these lights are really bright and they're like kind of stressing me out a little bit, to be honest. Uh, but that's okay. Especially with OCD. I really don't trust good. I don't really sometimes let myself lean into my good emotions, which is exhausting. It's really hard to live life without letting yourself feel good and letting yourself lean into the positive emotions and trusting in the good stuff, trusting in good, trusting in, um, I don't know, just when you feel good, it's not because you're doing something bad. That's just what my brain tells me. That's what I think my OCD latches onto that. It's very triggering for me to experience like peace and joy sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes I can just let it flow. But sometimes uh, I almost because I get too attached to that feeling. And I'm like, if it's not here, I'm like, I'm done for. Then I, I did something wrong. I'm doing something wrong. That's why I don't feel that all the time. What? You know, I'm like a, too aware of when I feel happy and when I feel sad but not in a letting it flow state and just bringing awareness it's like it's like a desperation or a clinging to because I'm I'm like scared of it but I'm also scared to not have it so it's this weird like tug of war that I internally have um and that's not all the time again sometimes like when I'm just not feeling as bad or as triggered or something I, I can just experience normal peace and joy and just be totally fine but when I gets really bad, I feel like it, that that's when it's really hard for me and triggering to feel good or happy or laugh. Like I'm feel like I'm not ever allowed to laugh. But when I was in the car and sometimes I forget that this is what I'm doing to myself. Like I just, it's just out of my awareness. So I'm trying to bring it into my awareness more so I can act more accordingly to like be happier. <laughs> I'm going to be really emo this episode. It's just been a hard week. Ugh. So this week when I was driving home from work, it was one of the hardest days thus far that I've had at work. Not because of anyone, anyone of my coworkers, not because of the workload. It was, it's just so hard for me for some reason to concentrate at work, to, to just like be normal about going to work. It's just harder than I thought it would be. And especially I feel because I already feel like I'm in a simulation or I feel very detached 
doing the same thing over and over again feels very it's like stressing me out a little bit but that's like so normal so I I don't I don't know but I was on my way home from a pretty rough day and I just was very prayerful I was very like trying to be zen I was like okay I know what's happening here and I don't want to give up I don't want to like just let my thoughts run wild um I've done this a million times and I'll do it a million times more but I was listening to a song that I normally really like that it was kind of an older song that kind of came on and music is something that makes me feel more flow like with my emotions and it just kind of helps me bring things to the surface honestly just different like frequencies <laughs> so it's actually really helpful for me to feel my emotions because it just I don't know it just is easier for me and I can feel something uh so I was listening to I don't know what song it was but it was a good freaking song it was really catchy oh it was wait I don't remember what it was Anyways, it came on and I was like, oh, I love this song, you know, in my head. I was like, okay, I'm going to like try to like sing along with it. And I tried to like sing along with it and like enjoy myself. And then just like a flood of a flood of thoughts of just like, you know, same old, same old of you're not allowed to enjoy this because of this thought that you had. You're not allowed to enjoy this because, you know, you said this and that was so stupid or you know, you don't, you can't prove that you're a good person yet. You haven't solved it yet. So you're not allowed to be happy because you're, you're so disgusting. All of these thoughts just like flooding my brain. They got me for a second. And then I got like so angry at them. And I was like, oh my gosh, you still are running so much of what I can enjoy and let myself enjoy. Like I'm so sick of OCD shame freaking running its mouth <laughs> and squashing me but I know I know it's practice um it's definitely a practice to get better at that when you've kind of listened to that voice of shame for a long time so I was listening to it the thoughts came they got me for a second and then I got mad at them I got mad at I got mad because I was like you guys I love this like, I love this song, so I'm going to let myself enjoy it. And then all of these thoughts kept coming and coming and coming and coming, like almost the entire ride. And I just kept listening to the song over and over again. And my response to the thoughts was, were just, I don't believe you. Like, I just, I don't believe you. I don't want to believe you. I don't believe you anymore. I don't have to listen to you. You can be here, but I, you do not control me. I do not, like answer to you pretty much and I felt so freed it's just when you're able to actually witness your thoughts instead of attached to them especially shame like shame is just I talk about it all the time on the podcast because for me it's just so heavy and it it's just something I really struggle with so and it's so damaging it's so damaging and it's like such a lie it's just it is a lie Another thing that's common is, I mean, I genuinely believe everyone experiences shame at some point in their lives for, you know, how, doesn't matter how heavy it is eventually, maybe, but some people it's heavier and it's more consistent. And I think if you experience a lot of intrusive thoughts with 
you know, obsessive compulsive disorder, then it does shame is like so common with it. And like makes me so mad <laughs> because it's just so much missed joy and missed opportunities to enjoy life because shame is just weighing us down. And a, a common experience is when you're trying to lean into those good emotions, like let's say you're with family and you're trying to enjoy their company and you guys are laughing, but then you are having intrusive thoughts before about hurting them or whatever it was, you know, made you feel disgusted, gross, um, ashamed. And then later on, let's say you're again together laughing and you don't let yourself laugh. You don't let yourself be connected and involved because you just feel like you're not allowed to. You feel like you're not supposed to. You feel like you're not allowed to because you're some awful person and, you know, why would I be able to enjoy this when those are the thoughts that keep coming into my head? I think in those moments, that's when you really can start to take your power back. Those are moments that you can bring awareness to those thoughts and also bring awareness to the fact that you're observing those thoughts. So you're observing the shame. You are not the shame. You are observing the shame. Doesn't mean that it's not like you're real or you're experiencing it. You are still experiencing it and it doesn't feel good. But when you start to detach from the shame, from my experience, that just means just being like, I don't believe you anymore. I don't believe that I'm broken in the way that you're telling me. I don't believe that I'm hopeless, helpless. I don't believe you. And I'm going to choose to just take a leap of faith, take a leap of something and let myself enjoy this moment. And maybe something horrible will happen later on, but it doesn't matter because what's more important is just taking that leap over and over and over and over again. That's what it feels like when you're recovering, at least for me. And just in general, like just keep practicing stuff like that over and over and over again. If you have thoughts like, well, you can't enjoy this yet because you haven't, you haven't conquered this yet, or you aren't perfect at this yet, or you still suck at this, or you're awkward sometimes, so you don't deserve to have friends, and you need to conquer this, and you need to be the best at this, and all of these different voices that are just not telling you the truth. They're just not telling you the truth. It's like no one, you will never reach what they're wanting you to reach. And when I say they, I, I think I, it, I've listened to a lot of like, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like family family internal ther uh, internal family system ifs or something where you kind of have like different voices i guess and not like i can actually hear them you know but it's like just you you just have different voices with like different attitudes almost and you have like a protector you have your inner child you have like your anger, your shame, just kind of, I think they, I don't really know all about it, but I've listened to a couple people talk about it. And so that's what I'm referring to when I say they, it's kind of like shame and guilt and all of these things. And just to remind you again, it is not your responsibility to figure everything out and you cannot figure everything out. So 
let yourself enjoy life. Let yourself enjoy being with your family. Let yourself enjoy listening to a good song. Okay, you guys, I am feeling very, very excited and emo because this podcast is now made possible by No CD. You guys have heard me talk about No CD a million times in my podcast. I did therapy there. I go to support groups still to this day, and it's been such a huge part of my recovery journey. I couldn't be more excited about this partnership with them. No CD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. No CD therapists are trained in exposure response prevention therapy, which is a gold standard treatment for OCD. With NoCD, you can do virtual, live, face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists from anywhere inside or outside the U.S. It's affordable, and they accept most major insurance plans, so getting help has never been easier. NoCD therapy goes beyond sessions. It includes in-between session support, where you can message your therapist anytime, access therapeutic tools, and get support from a community of peers who are overcoming OCD right in the NoCD platform. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Visit NoCD.com today and book a free 15-minute call with their care team, many of whom have also experienced OCD. If you think you may be struggling with OCD, there's always hope. Now is the time to regain your life. Visit NoCD.com today. I just really don't like shame. And because I feel very weak to it sometimes, but I'm, I gained my strength once before and now I've fallen again, but I'm going to gain my strength back. Okay. I will one day at a time, one thought at a time. I will get that resilience back. I will. If you ever fall out of a practice like that, or if you feel like you were good at something and now you're bad at it again, don't get discouraged. It's okay to feel bummed out for a little bit, but don't get discouraged. Just don't give up. Just keep pushing and uh, keep trying, you know? But also, if you feel really sad and you have heavy emotions, then start to like hold your hand to where you feel it and start to breathe into it. If you have to cry, if you have to scream into a pillow, whatever you have to do, really listen to your body and what you're storing up in your body. Maybe do it with a professional or, you know, something like that. But a lot of those depressive feelings and just like almost like a mental block usually for me have stemmed from just a lack of moving energy in my body. And we hear that all the time now, like on social media, at least I do about that stuff. And also I'm a yoga teacher, so I feel like when I learned about that stuff, it just kind of made sense to me. So get serious about that. If you seriously want to feel better, then get very serious about doing that. And that doesn't mean you're never going to feel bad again. It just means that you are practicing self-compassion. You're you're trying to feel your emotions. You're doing the best that you can with what you understand at this point. And that doesn't mean it's fast-paced. It can be very slow-paced, but it's just get serious about, I don't know, standing up to your shame or standing up to your chronic guilt, you know, stuff like that. Um, and whatever that looks like and whatever works for you. Going back to what I said before a little bit about leaning into your good emotions. It's for, I don't know why it's so scary for me to like feel good, but it is. And I've been learning to lean into that feeling and just let go completely of everything else and just have it hold me. I don't know if that makes sense, but just be held 
in love, be held in peace, be held in warmth, in friendship, in community. Like it's, we're all very sheltered and very like scared of that. I feel like I know I am sometimes, but when I let myself just like love freely and when I let myself open my heart and just experience all of it, I'm so much more at peace and I, I'm so much happier. And so just make sure you're leaning into the good stuff too and not just the bad. So let's do a Dear Abby and then we can end this episode. I'm so excited. I'm going to make a chicken sandwich with some cream cheese and some, some more normal cheese and toast after this. And I'm really excited. And then I'm probably going to watch Modern Family or, or The New Bachelor or I'm going to paint. I'm not going to paint. I'm too tired. My brain's fried. Okay, here we go. Okay, this one is also a text message. I'm going in order, people, okay? I have voicemails and everything, but I'm just going off text messages because I'm trying to get to the oldest. This one's from like the end of December, so they probably don't need my help anymore. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Dear Abby, Purple Heart, I'm extremely new to the idea of dating and I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm going to be studying abroad in New Zealand next semester, so I downloaded this app where you can talk to people who will be studying abroad at the same university as you. Basically, you get to meet people ahead of time before you actually get to the new country so you don't feel completely alone. That's nice. Um, I started messaging with this guy from the app about a week ago. We moved to an... Ugh, I can't hold my phone. I'm too tired. We moved to Instagram and have been talking every day since then, but with the big time gaps in between messages because of our time zone difference, 13 hours, in parentheses, we just continue the conversation as if time hasn't passed. Oh, that's cute. We haven't been explicitly flirty, but I feel like it's somewhat implied since we've been talking about things we could do together once we get to New Zealand. Oh, that's cool. Wait, did you set the beginning? Yes, you did. Um, our conversation is enjoyable and we have a lot in common. He's also quite attractive from what I can tell in his Instagram photos. Okay. Uh, I could see myself catching feelings. However, I won't actually be seeing this guy in person until mid-February. Is it weird or risky to be talking to someone for so long over text before actually meeting them? If we were to talk on the phone, do you think they would give me any clues about whether we have chemistry or not? Or is that something that only can happen in person? How do I ease off on the texting while also showing him, while also showing that I'm interested in him? Thank you for your help. I need it. You rock. Um, okay, that's an interesting situation. I was not the best at dating. Uh, but, well, maybe I was. I don't, I don't know how you know that or not. I don't know what the qualifications are for being good at dating. Either it's, Either it's good if you date a lot or it's bad. Whichever, like, I don't know if it's good or bad to go on a lot of dates. I don't know whether it's good or bad to not actually date a lot of people, like, full, like, long relationships, you know? Okay, I don't know what I'm saying. Huh. Very, very interesting. I think maybe ease off a little bit on the messaging. Only because you don't want to, like talk too much online and then when you meet them in person you're like not as there's not as much t 
to the imagination. Not in that way. Not in that way, sickos. I'm just saying there's no, they're not as much of a mystery because you've like talked each other's ears off pretty much. Sometimes it's nice to obviously not talk to someone that much online because when you meet them in person, then it's like a whole, it's like a fresh start and then you can start to ask them what they do and all of those types of questions and get into that stuff in person and it makes it more memorable for both of you and also if you end up not actually liking him sometimes like I've regretted messaging people so long that I'm like I don't even really like him in person so why did I spend so much time doing that but it sounds like you guys get along but I would say maybe ease off just a little bit and the way you could do that maybe is just by telling him like, hey, like, I love talking to you. I'm really excited to hang out with you. And I'm really looking forward to, like, meeting you in person. But you can say something like, I have a lot that I need to get done. And I kind of just want to focus on the people around me here before I leave for a little bit and just spend quality time with everyone. But I do really want to see you when I get there. And I'm really excited to, like, hang out and get to know you. And then maybe you can just like his stories and he will like yours, I'm sure, every once in a while type of thing. But then you don't have like the pressure of this and you're not stressing about it the whole time. And then you can actually spend time with the people that you're with right now. And then you can look forward to actually meeting him in person. And if you don't like him, you're not attracted to him or like just the vibes off when you see each other in person, then cool. You know, you talk to someone for a little bit online and then you didn't. <laughs> and then it's over. Okay. Well, that was today's episode. I feel like I'm being interrogated like I did something wrong with these lights because they're just both they're just like looking at me. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and let me know what you think of today's episode and every episode you listen to. Spotify has a question at the end that says what did you think of this episode? You can be honest um, and if you have anything you want me to talk about specifically please message me i'm on instagram and we also have a discord which i think the link is in my bio uh like subscribe on youtube comment please i love youtube comments and uh yeah just if you want to support the podcast definitely leave a rating and review those help a ton to get my podcast out there more uh but thank you and love you Oh, and I didn't say this. Uh, this, uh, what am I saying? <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, today's Thursday. So we're close to the weekend, baby. One more day. And then you get the weekend off, probably, unless you have a job that you don't get the weekend off. But, um, Hopefully you do get the weekend off and go do something fun and lean into those good emotions. Lean into the peace. Lean into the silly goofiness. Lean into laughing with your friends. Lean into playing video games and feeling good when you guys win three in a freaking row because that's what we did in Apex. Ayo. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Oh,